Welcome to the Emily the Mystic Show. You're about to walk through a portal that leads to all things mystical, magical, spiritual, and supernatural. I'm your host, Emily. I'm a spiritual mentor and Akashic Records practitioner and teacher, an intuition development coach, and a galactic channeler. If you're an old soul on a self-discovery and healing journey, you are in the right place. We'll be diving in deep to some of my favorite mystical topics, including manifestation, past lives, the spirit world, energy, and so much more. Get ready to embrace your inner mystic and live your most authentic life possible. The portal is now open. And the portal has opened up today to a really interesting conversation for us about mediumship. I am so excited to dive into this fascinating topic today, mediumship also known as communication with loved ones on the other side, because this is a really important foundational piece of my journey as a spiritual business owner and has really led me to where I am today. So as we're building this podcast, I really want you to understand Emily the Mystic from all angles. And mediumship is such an important part of that story, such an important chapter to the Emily the Mystic anthology. And so I can't wait to share with you my personal experience with my mediumship gifts, how that has evolved with time, and how you too perhaps if you're on the journey of discovering your own psychic and intuitive gifts, can start to open up your own channel to connect with your own loved ones on the other side. So without further ado, let's get into it. Now, one of my biggest gifts that I have recognized in myself as a spiritual soul and a spiritual business owner is that I have this really unique ability to be able to activate other people's gifts. It's something that really started happening for me back in the end of 2020 into 2021 when I started teaching intuition and psychic development and mediumship and really started to see my students have progress very, very quickly. And now that I'm aware of that gift, I know that anyone who decides to step into a container with me, a mentorship container, a class, a program of some kind, that it's really going to activate their third eye very quickly and is going to help them develop their own gifts in different ways. So that's why I feel so called to talk about this topic today because Mediumship is one of the most well-known parts of the spiritual industry. A lot of people know about mediumship. That's sort of somebody's first door into the spiritual world is having a mediumship reading or even watching famous mediums on TV. I just started watching Teresa Caputo's new TV show. And that's also my inspiration because I, since I do have this gift and I have helped clients of mine develop this gift as well. And maybe even you too have your own mediumship gifts and your ability to connect with the other side. This podcast may be really expansive for you and really helpful in your own discernment and helping you understand your own gifts a bit better. 
So here's the thing. I did not grow up seeing ghosts or speaking to dead people. I didn't. (laughs) I do not lie about that, and I do not make up stories about that. I did have connections with now I am aware of spirit guides who were my imaginary friends in childhood who I would have conversations with, but I did not have conversations with dead loved ones. I also do not have the gift of being able to predict deaths. (laughs) And I am very thankful for that because I do know people who have that gift. And it is a gift that comes with a heavy burden and a heavy responsibility. So my mediumship gifts are a little bit different than the classic norm of what you would see on TV. However, now that I am able to look back on my childhood and the course of my life and my story, I can see where those gifts were starting to peek through and where they were starting to kind of, where the light was sort of starting to shine in on those gifts at certain points in my life. And I think that can be really helpful for you as well to hear my story and what I've been through and what I've experienced and how that may awaken and expand your own mediumship gifts as well. So how did I find out that I was a medium? If I didn't grow up seeing ghosts and talking to dead people and channeling dead loved ones for random people on the street, how did I find out that I have this gift? Well, it actually took someone telling me to find out that I have this gift. Now, if you remember back to episode one, I told you about how I really awakened to my spiritual nature by listening to a spiritual podcast. And after I had listened to that podcast, I ran home to do a spirit guide meditation. And that really was what catapulted my whole journey. Well, I decided, hey, I really resonated with the person who was on that podcast episode. So I decided to schedule a reading with her. And in the reading, the one thing that I remember the most from that reading that she told me, and I remember it so clearly because I was actually sitting at my desk where I am now filming this episode, and it was the end of the day. It was right before Memorial Day weekend at the time, and she goes, Emily, did you know that you can speak to the other side? And I (laughs) almost passed out. I almost fell out of my chair. I actually had a very negative reaction to that at first. Part of me was saying, no, 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 nope. Mm -mm, don't want this. And the other part of me was like, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. uh Uh-huh. I know. I knew that. And that was such a profound moment of awakening for me and hearing someone else help me understand my gifts in that moment. Because what did it do? It helped open a doorway for me to learn about mediumship, to recognize that I have that gift in myself, and to start learning about it from a teacher so that I could start working with that gift and using it in a way that could perhaps help me and help other people as well. So I know sometimes we have this idea when it comes to spirituality that, of course, your gifts come within. They absolutely do. And also sometimes it takes a mentor. It takes a little bit of a nudge or a push from a teacher, a reader, to tell you something that is just kind of on the edges of your conscious awareness, just quite, you know, not quite there, but sort of there to help bring that into your awareness, 
to really spark a whole new path, a whole new timeline for you. And that's certainly what that did for me. And that's something that now I really consciously take the time to do when I do readings for new people. If I'm being shown that that person is extremely intuitive or has their own gifts, I will do my best to make that very clear to the person that I'm reading for so that they are aware of how gifted they are and that that is something that can be developed. Here's the thing that not a lot of people realize is that intuitive gifts, mediumship included, take time and practice. They take training. Most intuitives have received training of some kind in some capacity throughout the course of their life. That training is basically creating a language between you and the spirit world to understand what they're trying to communicate to you. So it's not just a gift for a few chosen people. It, in fact, is a gift that needs to be honed and developed. Just like if you are extremely a gifted musician, you better bet that you've had a teacher who has helped you learn your musical knowledge to some capacity. Or if you're an extremely talented artist, you have definitely had art teachers throughout the course of your life. Same with mediumship and same with any type of spiritual gift, including accessing the Akashic Records. It's, in my opinion, incredibly beneficial to work with someone, a mentor, a teacher, a guide to help you understand your gifts and to help really bring them out and foster them. What I really often tell my students is that these gifts are like a muscle. Just as if you were to go to the gym right now to work on a specific muscle group, with time, that muscle group is going to get stronger. Same with your intuitive and mediumship gifts. You have to practice. You have to put the time in. People want them to just appear and it to be this easy you know, process. And all of a sudden, you're doing readings, but it's not quite like that. And I know it can look like that from the outside. But behind the scenes, me and every intuitive I know, we are dedicating time and effort to practicing our gifts and even learning new skill sets, new modalities that can help us do better at our job of intuition and helping, again, you understand yourself better at a soul level. Now, when I refer to mediumship, again, we are talking about connecting with loved ones on the other side. And what's really important to know is that all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. So what that means is that all mediums, people who are able to connect to the other side, are also able to channel information for you from your higher self, from your spirit guide team or other spirit sources about what's going on in your life or about what you need to focus on next or how to direct your energy or about different people in your life or accessing the Akashic Records, all of these things. All mediums have the ability to expand their gifts in different ways, but not all psychics can access mediumship and connect to loved ones on the other side, which is really fascinating. Again, it is a gift that some of us have, and when we have it, we can absolutely open it and expand it. However, just because you may not have that gift of mediumship doesn't mean that you can't connect with your loved ones on the other side. And so at the end of this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some actual tangible ways that you can start communicating with your loved ones so that you can start getting signs from them sooner rather than later. So here's the thing. Why has mediumship been so important to me? Well, I have been through a heck of a lot of loss throughout the course of my life, 
That's one thing that I don't really talk about that often on social media. One thing that I sort of bear behind the scenes, behind closed doors that not many people know about. I am quite young for my family. I was born into a family. My mom had me at an older, I'm putting that in quotes, older age for childbearing. And so, and I have a sister, full sister to both of my parents who is 15 years older than me. So I was born into a family with older parents, again, with an older sister who is already 15 years old when I was born and a lot of older relatives. And the challenge with that, and I love my family to death. Of course I do, (laughs) especially if they're listening. I love you guys. And also it is really difficult growing up in a family where you are so young in comparison to what everyone else is going through you automatically have to go through challenges and situations and things, illnesses, medical problems and needs that most people don't have to deal with until they're in their 20s, 30s, later on in life, even older than that. So I grew up not knowing several of my grandparents, two of my grandparents I never met, and two of them passed since I have been alive. So all of my grandparents are on the other side, unfortunately. I also have lost an aunt, an uncle, a cousin. (laughs) And I am saying that with a little, you know, smile on my face because it really is, it has been a lot. And I do have to deal with my grief through humor. And many of us do. Many of us have to, when we have been through such a significant amount of loss, in terms of such a short span of life, I am just about to turn 30. And all of these losses happened before the age of, I believe, 24 or 25 for me. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot for someone to deal with. And maybe you've been through a lot of loss in your life and can totally relate. But when your loved ones are passing left and right, it is one of the most challenging things, in my opinion, that you can navigate on this earth plane is sort of this feeling of like, life is not permanent. And having to grapple with, if life is not permanent, and yes, life is short, and yes, I have to live my life to the fullest, but also the people that I love aren't always going to be here. And so that is something that is always constantly, you know, running through my conscious awareness. There's this TikTok or Instagram trend going on right now about the Roman Empire and the Roman Empire being something that a lot of people think of on a daily basis. I don't know where the trend came from, but if you know this trend, you'll know what I'm talking about. And unfortunately for me, right, Roman Empire is thinking about my loved ones potentially passing (laughs) sooner rather than later, again, because of the age gap between me and my family members. It is not something that I would wish on anyone. And I know, especially because I'm so sensitive, I have awareness of kind of people's health and what they're going through. And that in and of itself has been incredibly challenging. Now, that was not something that I woke up to until now, until later on in my life. And now that I'm able, have really worked on that mediumship gift, I'm able to look back on those losses that I've been through and see how clearly my gifts were coming through, but I had no idea at the time. So I'm going to give you a few examples of that. 
and how that sort of manifested for me. So one of the most challenging losses that I've been through was, and of course, all loss is challenging, but this one really hit the hardest for me. So my uncle was one of the most important people in my life. I'm trying not to get emotional as I film this because it's so important. And my uncle was basically a grandfather figure to me throughout most of my life because I did not know my grandfather on my mother's side. My grandfather on my father's side passed away when I was seven. So again, didn't have grandfathers really. And so my uncle kind of fell into that role for me. And unfortunately, he got very sick and he was able to manage his illness for a long time. So he got a lot of extra years with him. But he did pass in 2017. Now, that year is one of the most challenging years of my life. And when he passed, I had a memory. My mom had told me the story of how when her father, my grandfather, had passed, she remembered that she knew exactly at the moment when he had crossed over to the other side, a door had slammed in the house that she was sleeping in. And when the door slammed, it was the middle of the night. There were no windows open. <laughs> there was no you know, draft coming into the house. The door slammed. And she knew that he was gone. That door closed. And he passed to the other side. And I kid you not, the day that my uncle passed, the same thing happened for me. I was standing in my apartment at the time, and I was standing in the living room on the first floor, and I heard a door slam on the second floor. And I ran upstairs. There were no windows open, no other doors open that could have caused the draft. It was my roommate's door. I opened it. She was not home. I literally had full chills in my body, and I knew. And I needed something. I was afraid to text my mom because, of course, if you know that your loved one has passed, you kind of hold on to those last few moments of, like, hope that they're still here. And so I didn't text my mom right away. In fact, I wanted to go to the gym to try to work off my stress, and that was the only way I knew how to deal with my emotions at the time. So I ran to the gym and I got a text saying, Emily, you need to call us. And I knew. Got home, got the call, and sure enough, he was gone. Now, the most beautiful thing that has happened since then is that he continues to send me signs like no one could even imagine. The signs that I get from this man, Uncle Joe, I love you so much, are unreal. And so I'm going to share some with you so that you know what to look out for when your loved ones are coming to visit because he sends me all of, all of the signs. <laughs> I always know when it's him. So once after he passed, I would say a few weeks after he passed, I was having a really hard time. It was really sad. And I ran up to the roof of my apartment. I had no reason to run up there. It had been raining that day. I was like, I'm going to go. I just that I was living in a townhouse that had this roof on top of the roof deck. And I ran up there and the rain had cleared. 
And there was the most beautiful rainbow I have ever seen. And I knew seeing that beautiful rainbow that he was there and he was saying, it's going to be okay, Emily. It's going to be okay. There's always a rainbow after the rain. And then from that moment, the signs kept pouring in, you guys. By the way, this was 2017. I did not develop my mediumship gifts until 2020. (laughs) So I did not know about this gift in 2017 at all. But it was literally knocking me in the face again, 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 again. (laughs) So I saw the rainbow. Then throughout the course of the rest of that year, I would be driving to my corporate job. And anytime I was having a bad day, I would every day on my commute to work, I would play music. And there's this one particular song from my favorite music artist that would come on. By the way, one of my favorite artists of all time is named Bass Nectar. He does this really heavy bass music. I'm a huge (laughs) electronic music fan. That's a conversation for another time. But anyway, when I was driving to work and I was having a bad day, the song Butterfly by Bass Nectar would come on And I knew that was my uncle. I knew it. That was him playing that song for me because I loved that song. Still do love that song. And for some reason, I associated him with a butterfly. When that song started playing, I was like, that's Uncle Joe. I know that's Uncle Joe, the butterfly. So that leads me to (laughs) 2020 when I am working on developing my mediumship gift. I all of a sudden had this download to go check on some of my birthday cards. I save everything. By the way, I'm a little bit of a hoarder. I live in a relatively clutter-free home, but I do hold on to things, especially birthday cards. Do not throw out your birthday cards, by the way, because (laughs) coming from someone who has been through a lot of loss, you will regret not having your loved ones sign their name or having written notes from them if you throw them away. So anyway, I save all of my birthday cards. And I decided to go through a box that I had of all of my cards, and I did. And I kid you not, the last card he sent me before he passed (laughs) had a butterfly on it, specifically a blue butterfly. And now the blue butterfly for me is everywhere. When my cat passed away recently, last year in 2023, my significant other gave me flowers that had a blue butterfly (laughs) on a stick stuck in the flowers. The blue butterfly has shown up for me so many times in just like the most beautiful, random, magical ways. The other thing that he will send me, and I know it's him, are feathers Anytime I see a feather in my path, especially on a day when I'm like, I'm not quite sure if I'm making the right decisions, I feel a little doubtful, a little insecure, I will see a feather. And that is his way of telling me, you are on the right path. You are on the right path. So here's the thing. Your loved ones are sending you signs all of the time, especially the ones that you are really connected with in life. And it's really important because They are trying to communicate with you just as much as you would like to communicate with them. They want to try to reach you. And so it's really important to be open to them and to be open to the signs and how they want to come through for you. So 
one thing that you can do if you're wanting to develop your own mediumship gifts is to set the intention. So say out loud. Do not say this in your mind because your loved one may not hear you. Say out loud or write it down on a piece of paper, your loved one's name. Please send me this particular sign, okay? You're going to ask for a specific sign and pick something that is unique to you that you will recognize. So the blue butterfly is super specific. That's not, I'm not going to see that around a lot. I'm not going to see that, you know, all <laughs> on social media that often, or even I'm not never going to see that in my external reality, meaning outside. I'm not going to really see blue butterflies out in nature. So pick something specific that you will know what it is. And once you've made this intention, and once you've declared to your loved one that you want this particular sign, go out and look for it. Okay. And some people say, well, you don't want to look out for signs because how do you know it's coming from your loved one? You will know. You will know in your body. <laughs> so, for those of you who have lost loved ones and you have had moments where you have wondered, oh, I feel like this is them, I feel their presence, that is your loved one. Mediumship is actually a very subtle gift that most people are not aware of. I think the general assumption with mediumship is that you are going to see a dead person in front of you with your physical eyes and they're going to have a conversation with you. Sure, maybe that works for 0.05% of mediums. But for most of us, it's so subtle. And for you, it may be a feeling in your body, a tingling. You feel their energy. You sense their presence. That is them. So don't doubt yourself or ignore the gift, or pretend like it's not happening. Another really common way that loved ones connect with us is in dreams. So if you have a dream about your loved one who has passed, that is them wanting to connect with you and potentially even wanting to help you heal something. If the dream was really healing and helped kind of bring up some things from your subconscious mind that you're not aware of, that can definitely be them wanting to come through for you. So recognizing this gift for me, and for me, my mediumship, of course, comes through recognizing the signs. When I connect with loved ones on the other side, I can see their face in my mind's eye. They will show me symbols in my mind's eye. I will also hear their voice in my head, and I can have a conversation with them in my head. So it's really through that inner visual piece and through that clear audience, that spoken piece in my head. That's how I really am able to connect with loved ones. I do get the feelings and the sensations, although that's not, clairsentience is not my strongest gift. And I also have those claircognizant knowingnesses and the way that the clairvoyance, so the inner vision, the clairaudience, the inner hearing, and the claircognizance comes through the knowingness. All of those combine for me when I am having a conversation with a loved one on the other side. So when I was going through my mediumship training, the reason why I felt so drawn to this modality was because it actually happened very simply. The first time, and I had a teacher at the time who pushed us to do readings right away, right off the bat, and I went in and I did a reading for someone else in the group, and the loved ones, there were three people who stepped forward. They came through so clearly to me with such clear messages. I was blown away. <laughs> I was shocked, absolutely shocked 
that I had the ability to do this and that I was connecting with these specific people for the person that I was doing the reading for. And because of that, that's really when I started to pivot my business towards spirituality. I started doing mediumship readings. The Akashic Records was born out of the mediumship readings. And I know I've mentioned this in episodes one and two, but I would do these free practice readings. Eventually, I started doing paid readings virtually through a local psychotherapy office here in Philadelphia. And that really gave me the skill set that I needed to start working with clients. And along the way, helping others heal from their grief helped me so deeply heal from my own grief and process what I had been through and what I have been through throughout the course of my life as well and all the challenges that that has brought my way. But now that I have opened this gift, I fear death so much less than I did because I know that I will always be able to connect with the people that I love through the spirit world, always. They'll always be present with me. And alleviating some of that fear of losing someone is massive. I mean, what a gift to know that our loved ones continue on from the other side. And when I say the other side, I am really referring to the astral realm, which is in the fourth dimensional plane. This is a specific energy vibration that we can tune into using our intuitive gifts. This is what many of us refer to as heaven. We go through what's called a life between life review process when we cross over. And that process helps us unpack our life, what impact the life had on us, what we did, what we didn't do, and everything, all the lessons that we learn and helps us understand and come to greater terms and awareness of the life itself that we went through. And then we go through sort of a rest and digest phase on the other side. We meet with our own loved ones. We have conversations with different ascended masters, spirit guides. For those of us who are Christian and have a strong connection to Christianity, you will absolutely meet Jesus on the other side. For those of us who have connections to other deities and beings, you will absolutely meet with Goddess Freya, you know, Goddess Aphrodite, the beings and deities that you really work with a lot in your own practice, you will be able to meet with them on the other side. And of course, you will meet God's source. Absolutely. And then from there, your soul gets to decide where you want to go next. Your consciousness will remain on the other side. When I say on the other side, again, in the astral realm, that imprint of your consciousness will remain. And then your soul will choose to go on to another reality at some point. So that could be reincarnating back here on earth again. That could be going off to another reality somewhere else, being a spirit guide in between lifetimes. I know that my uncle specifically has taken on the role of being a spirit guide for me and other people, of course, other loved ones of his. So depending on what our goals are as a soul, we can choose different paths, different opportunities. That's definitely a whole conversation for a future podcast episode for sure. But I know it's definitely something that people ask about is what happens to my loved ones? Are they at peace? Yes, they are absolutely at peace. And in fact, they're probably figuring out what they want to do next. They're resting and then and getting rejuvenated. And then they are figuring out their next plan of action for themselves at a soul level. So what does this mean for you? For you, this means now that you've heard my story, and perhaps this is piquing your interest, perhaps you're really feeling this in your body, 
that maybe mediumship is your next gift that's ready to be opened up. And first of all, I would start by asking one of your loved ones for a sign. And I would also start recognizing when you feel their energy around you. Sometimes our loved ones like to come through to us when we're doing a certain activity, such as if we're cooking a meal that reminds us of them or we're doing our makeup and our loved one really, you know, like to get all dolled up and look pretty. So maybe they come through to you when you're doing your makeup. Maybe your loved one loved gardening and being outside. So maybe they like to come through to you when you're doing those same things. So you may even want to pick an activity that reminds you of them if you want to connect with them and then set the intention that you invite them in when you're doing that activity and see what happens. I guarantee you, you will at least feel their presence with you. You may even get a message. You may even get a sign. And that can be so, so, so cool and so healing, so healing to know that your loved ones are always with you no matter what. Now, I'm no longer offering mediumship readings. I'm totally out of practice as a medium. Like I was saying before, it is a skill set that takes time and practice. I haven't done a mediumship reading in a while. Sometimes I will have loved ones come through when I do Akashic Records readings, or a client will ask me if I can connect with a loved one. And if that if that feels aligned in the moment, I absolutely will. Because again, I do have the gift and the ability, but it's not something that I really want to focus my practice around just because there are so many people out there who are mediums and who can do this work. And for me, my gifts are a bit more specialized and niche, <laughs> especially with the Akashic Records. So I would rather put my time and energy into that skill set. So that's another reason why I'm no longer offering mediumship readings. But if you do want to tap into learning your own mediumship gifts, you can still purchase my Psychic Development and Mediumship course on my website. It's called the Intuition Activation Academy. It's an eight-week self-paced course. It's such a good value for the transformation that you will receive. I have taken over 50 students through this incredible online course. And the changes that they have seen in their own gifts and in their the way that they're able to experience and connect with the spirit world is out of this world. It's unreal. I cannot recommend this course more for anyone who is wanting to deepen their intuition and deepen their connection to the other side because it will change your life. So I will leave the link to that below in the show notes. And if you're not sure if the course is right for you or if my style of teaching is right for you, I'm also going to leave a link below to my free three-day intuition activation challenge. This is a three-day free mini course that you can do at any time that will help you open up your intuition in a very practical day-to-day way. And then if you like that and you want to do the mediumship specifically, you're going to want to buy the Intuition Activation Academy course. So there's the free three-day mini course that's just focused on intuition, and then there's the eight-week purchasable course that does focus on mediumship that I will leave both of those links below for you to check those out. So I hope you enjoyed my mediumship journey today. It's definitely an emotional one, definitely took some vulnerability on my end to create this episode. So I thank you so much for listening and for being here, and I hope this inspires you to receive And look out for a sign from your loved ones in the upcoming days and weeks. Sending love and bye for now. The portal is now closed. 
Thank you so much for listening. I invite you to join our community of mystics and spiritual seekers in my Emily the Mystic membership for more content, support, and fun just like this episode. You can check that out on my website, emilythemystic.com slash membership. Don't forget to send this podcast episode to a friend who needs to hear it, rate the show wherever you listen to your podcasts, and follow along on my Instagram and YouTube at Emily the Mystic. Don't worry, the portal will open again soon. See you then.